movie fans, and fight fans of all ages. Let's get ready to rumble! Fight! Everyone, how are you? It is another episode of the Dummies of Horror podcast. This is Horror versus Horror. Welcome back to the show that brings the most Australian people to the uh, forefront. I don't fuck. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> My name's Tim. How are you? And with me, as always, is Professor Mushroom. Hey, buddy. Oh, burritos for dinner. What's going on? <laughs> did you have burritos for dinner? Did you, buddy? Yep. Yeah? Yeah, I did. They, yeah, that's what I'm thinking they, about. Were they good? Yeah, they were, they were real good oh, ones. That's good, buddy. All wrapped up in a neat little uh, tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> what up? You sounded like a... Uh, what's the politically correct term of retardation? <laughs> uh... A special person? Yeah. I, <laughs> I had burritos. For- you sound like that kid on YouTube. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Welcome back to Dummies of Horror. It is- uh, Super dummies. It is episode <laughs> It is episode 236, and we are here with another episode of Horror versus Horror. And on this episode, we're doing- um, a interesting topic, actually, and this topic came to me um, in a dream. <laughs> no, actually, I, I was talking to a certain someone, and that in a nightmare. That certain someone I was talking to is a female podcaster from the Friday Nightmares podcast called mm-hmm. Heather Powell, but uh, we here refer to her as <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> so it got me thinking. <laughs> fuck Heather, you're such a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Who else is bitchy on like in horror movies? And is anyone a bigger bitch in a movie? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a bigger bitch in the universe yeah, than okay. Heather Powell. Yeah. But universe, big call. Yeah. Um, but it got me thinking about who's like who's who's the biggest bitch? Like who's the biggest cunt on film? And two names straight came to mind: Mrs. Deagle from The Gremlins. And Mrs. Carmody from The Mist. And I thought, oh, this is a good idea for an episode. The biggest bitch in horror. Those two. I like it. I like it. So that's what we're doing. So thank you, Heather, you bitch, for uh, giving us this idea for an episode. This is dedicated to you. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got a lot to discuss. It has been a a while. Well, not really. It's been like a couple of weeks since we did a re- recording. Yeah. But uh, in saying that, I have a little announcement uh, that I would like to bring forth to you listeners out there. 
Yeah. And uh, this 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 announcement might be um, upsetting to some people, unfortunately, but um, might be pleasing to others. May, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I firstly want to apologize for taking last week off. Um, but that kind of coincides with this <laughs> announcement. It's a weird apology, considering. <laughs> well, there's more to it. Shut up. Okay, um, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Look, here's the thing, right? My life has gotten significantly busier. Your wife? This, this year. My, my life, not my wife. Oh, life. My yeah, bad. I wish my wife got busier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Penis-wise. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> fucking idiot um yeah my my i <laughs> my son started uh what he refers to as big school now he just started kindergarten this year and yep. um which which means double the homework um right wait till he gets to high school i don't think he'll make it the way he's going um <laughs> he's what we'd call a special person um oh. yeah on top of that like just with my day job and everything has become just super busy, and I'm just struggling, absolutely struggling to find the time to bring the quality of show that I want to this podcast. So what I'm telling you right now is I'm dying, and you'll no longer hear my voice anymore. <laughs> Cancer's oh, a bitch. Man, I'm going to have to find someone else to do all the fucking work. Yeah, so I'll be leaving the show. Um, no, I'm totally joking. Totally joking. Uh, this show's not going anywhere, but unfortunately it is going to cut back from weekly to fortnightly. That is the truth. Um, I, I do apologize for everyone, but I, I just, life's just become fucking shit this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, I'm just finding it harder and harder to bring forth episodes, uh, as quickly and as as good quality as I would like. Vigorously. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, like, we've got the Patreon page, and, and to anyone listening on Patreon right now, you may have noticed that it's been a while since I posted something on there, and I apologize for that, but this will give us a chance to give more content on Patreon. But, yeah, we just have to scale back a little bit. So we're not going anywhere. Yeah, just, just a little bit. We're not going anywhere, but we will be cutting back just a little bit, so... I mean, don't get your hopes up for the shows getting twice as good. Like, they're still going to stay the same, <laughs> just less. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a fan of the show, then... Yeah. yeah like, you, you know that, like, we're pretty much capped. <laughs> yeah. Like, this... It, like, if you love this, that's great, because it's not. it doesn't really get much better. <laughs> you know? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we do our best. We're too we're, yeah, we're doing we're doing our best here. We're really trying. <laughs> we're two stupid Australians that know nothing about shit. But yeah, we try. Okay. I, I mean, Pearl's not coming out till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is that true? Is that well, not tomorrow, but two days. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, Pearl, Ty West's Pearl isn't coming yeah. out in Australia till like March. When did it come out in America? I think like yeah, October, November. Soon. Yeah, this is how. I don't, I, I don't know. That's bullshit. A long time ago. Me, but yeah, I, March 16th. I think the, <laughs> going off the the Facebook comments of the movies who the movie cinemas who are promoting it, going off the comments, I think most people have already seen the movie. 
So I think so. <laughs> I don't know where they would have done that. I, I hope everything was all above no, board you know and no one did anything illegal. If people are downloading Pearl mm-hmm. in Australia, I salute you. Because it's a big fuck you to the Australian cinema for saying for, for for basically hijacking a movie that was out in America half a year ago. I don't know if I was if I was a producer who was like bringing movies out here, I'd just be like, I guess they just don't like horror movies out here. It's fucking dumb, man. It's so <laughs> dumb. Like, like the Australian movie Sissy still isn't available in Australia. Are you fucking kidding? Anyway, we've done this song uh, and dance that many times. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, like I said, we're capped. Yeah. That's it. We've got these five jokes that we got to recycle. Uh, did you know Tom Cruise? That whole thing. Uh, I write the show. All, all the classics. You know, just, you know, remember them. We're basically the John Cena of horror podcasts. Yeah. I mean, well, literally, they can't see us. <laughs> and I don't mean like we're the John Cena, like we're the best horror podcast. No, we're like the John Cena where like we have the five moves of doom type. <laughs> yep. I, wanna, so, I really want to try that uh, like aerial stunner thing again. You want to try it as if you like. Yeah, what, do you, what do you mean again? As if you try, as if you'd done it for a first time. Yeah, just just once, and it didn't really work out. <laughs> okay. Um. Hey, speaking about butchering things. Yeah. We had, we had one of our listeners contact Ugh. me, Mister Mark Cooper. Um, okay. Also known as Coop Nukem. <laughs> hey Cooper. He um. So basically, there's this there's this thing that. The Padded Room and myself have. The Padded Room podcast is a great podcast that you should go check Friend- it out. Friendship? Yeah, besides friendship. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, Darian from the Padded Room podcast spoke oh, with- Oh, hey, boss. He sp- <laughs> yes. He spoke with an Australian accent. That's, that's, it's one of the other, that's one of the other ones. It, it, you are right. It's our boss, yeah. yeah. Uh, he spoke with an Australian accent on his episode, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. He nailed the Australian <sighs> accent. Oh, how was that? Was it good? It was- Pretty good. Uh, just think of an American doing an Australian accent, and that's what you get. Oh, where they go British and they're like, oh, gee whiz, I like a prawn on the barbie. <laughs> exactly. You sounded exactly like him. Darren, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, oh, nothing. I'm just from Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah, we. <laughs> so, Coop Nukem commented and said, and I quote, so if yep. Darian attempted an Australian accent, I think we should get to hear your American accent. Oh. And I don't like this at all because I am fucking horrible at impressions. You are. Like you've heard me do Arnold Schwarzenegger. You've heard me do Jenna Ortega. They don't we sound have. We have. anything like the fucking... So I don't really know I, how... I was pretty convinced. <laughs> My Jenna Ortega is just flawless. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, is she here? <laughs> Are we doing hot ones right now? <laughs> I just got that. Um, Thank so, you. yeah, I don't really know how to do an American accent. But if Coop Nukem has asked me to do one, I'm going to at least attempt to. You're building it up so much. I hope you're not putting any pressure on yourself. I, I, I totally am. I know I'm going to butcher it. I'm not going to sound <laughs> anything. I'm probably just going to sound more Australian than anything. <laughs> but 
I'll just fucking wing it. Uh, all right. Okay. What are we? What are we going to talk about? I, <laughs> I just. I'll just do it. We're gonna. We're like improv. Uh, can, if someone gives us a topic, we can kind of go from there. All right. Give me a topic. Uh, barbecue. Oh Jesus Christ! I, I know I'm just going to bring out my Australian <laughs> accent. All right. Here we go. Howdy, partner. I'm ready to cook some barbecue with you. Got my slow-cooked brisket and my pulled pork ready. I, I watch so many fucking American barbecue shows, and I can't think of one other thing that they do. Uh, <laughs> corn. <laughs> I got my corn. I know they pronounce their... Like, they, they really overpronounce their R's. Yeah. So, like, care, car, far... Bar. I'm going to the can. I can't fucking do it. Italy, doing more Australian. I told you. How was my first impression? Trash can. I don't know. Give me, give me another fucking topic. I'll do one topic. Uh, race cars. Oh god. I don't know. Horses. Cabbages. Right. Sorry. Howdy there, fella. I'm getting ready to drink my Budweiser and watch NASCAR on the on the box. Do they call the box? I don't, <laughs> I don't think they call it a box. Okay. I think they just call it a television. Television. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming pool. I feel like I'm nailing it, so I'm just going to go with it. I think it. it's perfect. I mean, it's nothing like my Jenna Ortega impersonation. So No. C, 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 C. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to That's Pat Yee who who heard my Jenna Ortega impersonation and thought it was like that part in South Park where Cartman has Jennifer Lopez on his hand. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. <laughs> Holy fuck! Hello, I hello, I am Jenna Ortega. Oh, I, shit, she's back. I didn't win an Oscar for Scream. Oh la 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 la! Oh me oh, oh my! Oh man, that's terrible. I think she. I think you should have, Jenna. I think you should have. I know I was Rob. La 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 la. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Look at me! You're I'm... robbed everywhere, all at once. Yes, look at me! I'm eating chicken wings. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it was a good episode. Congratulations, you smashed it. I didn't watch it, so I can't really <laughs> comment on it. All right, are you ready to do this fucking show? We've got no. we've got this shit out of the way. We got to we got to talk about what we've done for the past two weeks, dude. I'm telling you right now, Fine. I've got so many movies to talk about. Really? And I hope you do too. I got a couple of things, but not a lot. Okay. Well, with that being said, what horrors have you done? <laughs> horrors have you done all right i have done a few horrors over the past two weeks but i'm gonna let my nice. special little mushroom co-host go first hi um burritos um <laughs> so i like burritos. I watched... oh jenna i fucking just saw your fucking movie bitch what the movie was that um six screen six screen so if I had six, if I, 
don't know. Your newest scream movie. Oh, yes, very scary. Ah! Oh, terrifying. Terrifying. You were amazing in it. Jenna, Jenna get off my seat. Go away. Oh, la, 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 the scream yeah. awakens. <laughs> when are they going to call um, it the screaming? That's what I, I want. Know. Maybe seven. At least they don't follow like that Fast and the Furious kind of style of naming <laughs> sequels. Just completely different every time. That's true. So, okay. um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, watched Scream. Right, no spoilers. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Yes or no? For me, yes. Okay, so yeah. you you had scream. Uh, what, what's what's Rob call it? Five five cream. Five you, cream. You had you had scream five in your top ten of last year. I did. Can this ne- new scream be in your top ten? Do you think? Is it possible? Yep. Or Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm, it is. I'm 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 a little excited to see it. I I'm not going to lie. I am. Oh, you haven't? Okay, cool. No, All right. no, and I don't think I will get a chance to go see it at the cinema, so I might have to wait till 2028. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, uh, go on, sorry to cut you off. No, I just, I, I, just ever since last year, I've just been riding high on these fucking movies, and it was another one. You've been riding that ghost face dick. Yeah, man, like, I uh, really enjoyed it, I picked it. Which I was super happy about, which normally wrecks a movie, but I was so excited that I picked it. Intriguing. You know? Yeah. So I was super happy because I was like, wait, it's fucking uh, pointed. And I was like, that one. Uh, Okay. Did Mrs. Mushroom pick it or was she surprised? Nah, she's been a good person not saying anything in the movies. Okay. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, no, it was good. It was, uh, it was nice and gory. I look, I, I like, I like it. I like the trying to subvert tropes and all that kind of shit. And can I, can I like, ask one question about it? Sure. So they, they kept and like obviously no spoilers, but just more sure. of a yes or no answer. They kept saying that this is going to be the goriest one out of the lot. Yes or no. I don't know. It, it's definitely got gore, but I don't know if it's the goriest of the lot, you know? Mm, okay. But I mean, like, they... Yeah, see, the first one had gore. Like, the first one had Drew Barrymore gutted. And that's, mm. like... Pre- and then the TV series had that fucking massive trencher chainsaw. That was fucking brutal. I never watched the series. Maybe I should. I do enjoy the... Movies, First two so. series were real. I was really into. Okay, and, and then um, got cancelled. Look, people get stabbed a whole bunch. It's it's a thing. There's 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 definitely some moments of like, oh, you know. So yeah, okay. Um, I can't I can't say it's the goriest, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so it was another clickbait thing. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I will say that I, as much as I enjoyed last year's one, I feel like I enjoyed this one more. 
Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Not right. a whole point more, but I I gave it a nine out of ten. I really liked it. It's wow. uh, I don't. It's it's my number two. Out of the whole. Out of the year, yeah. Oh, out of the year. Well, what's is, so it's not better than cocaine bear. No, nah, like coke. cocaine bear tickled me too much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So quickly, out of the franchise, where would it fit? Hmm. If you can just just stab that in the dark. <sighs> Maybe top three. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'm keen to see it. Um, it's it's fucking, know. it's really annoying because like, I I could technically go see it tomorrow with the wife, but like. No, it's not the money situation. It's the fucking times of the cinemas. Like mm, the earliest okay. screening around me is twelve fifteen. Yeah, I'm spoiled the afterno- for choice. In, yeah, in the afternoon. But like, then we've got to like literally run out of the cinema to go pick up the kids from school at like two forty five. I'm like, oh. they can wait. No, they can't. They're fucking. Um. They're stupid. And they'll <laughs> the run out off. on the road. <laughs> Literally, I'm like if they if they why, I wish they just had like a ten o'clock session. Like, why doesn't why don't horror movies have early sessions? Why is it always like earliest is like one o'clock? They probably do it. I mean, I saw it at Dandy pretty early. My my down my way they don't. There's literally a ten twenty session tomorrow for it. Yeah, see, fucking hell. And a one ten. Yeah, one ten's too late for me. Like, if we didn't have kids, it'd be perfect. But, yeah, I have to go pick up my stupid kids. Um, I, I am contemplating going to see that new movie, 65, with uh, that guy from Star Wars. Adam Adam Driver. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Because that's screening at 10, so I could do that, but I don't know. Could do that. We'll see. We'll see. Cool, man. All right, um, so Scream 6 is a go-to. Yeah, I, d- I know some people are talking shit about it places, but yeah. I enjoyed it. People always will talk shit about movies, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want me to do my other thing, or did you want to go do yours? How about we go round for round? I'll sure. do one, then you do one. Cool. Okay. Uh, I watched a movie called cool. Unwelcome. Oh, so was it? I really enjoyed this one, man. Really did. Ooh. So the story is um, about this couple and a, a, a guy and a gal, and the gal is pregnant, and um, something happens to them at the start of the movie, and they move from their place into like a a little cute cottage, like looking a thing, big ass cottage in rural. Oh, Ireland. yeah, and, I see. Um, it. It's they only they they get there. What? I'm watching the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are. They, they escape their their place because something happens, and they move to a place in rural Ireland. Sorry, Ireland. And um, there's there's gnomes or like gremlins or something like that. Okay. That's basically the gist dudes. of it. There's, there's more to it, but fuck, I had a good time with this man. I really, really did. Uh, it is like. Not like the best thing ever, but what I really liked about it is the creatures in this. Uh, if they are CGI, holy fuck, they did a good job with them. I think they're actual actors, like dressed up or something like that. 
but I could okay. be wrong. But they looked really, really cool. And there's some really cool gore in this. Like, like I honestly expected like a Ghoulies style movie or something like that. But no, this one actually goes for the throat in some in sometimes. Um, yeah. Okay. And yeah, I just had a good time with it, man. It's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, I'm uh, I'm putting it on a, my list of things to to try and watch. Yeah, cool. There's a little kind of semi twist at the end that I, I, at, while watching the movie, I thought I had it all figured out. I was like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. This is gonna happen, and I wasn't mad with that. But I was like, eh, it's kind of a little bit predictable. But then it goes in a completely different turn. I'm like, okay, I did not see that coming, and I dig it. Yeah, that was mad. So, yeah, Unwelcome, definitely check it out, man. I really did enjoy that one. So, okay. your turn. Um, I feel like this might be a both of us one, hopefully. If you've had time this week. I, I'm guessing you're talking about The Last of Us? Yeah. No. Um, after this recording, I will be. <laughs> yeah. Um... One of the one of those nights last night where I just was exhausted and I uh, didn't have time to watch it. Unfortunately, I'm keen to hear what you think because this is the season finale and so many mixed re- reviews on it. I'm seeing. Mm. I thought it could have been two episodes. <gasps> I like. I I thought maybe they could have. Had two episodes. Like, I think they really could have stretched it out a bit more. I, I it felt a smidge rushed, but I mean, also like, I guess I didn't die like thirty times, so maybe that really kind of made it speed up a bit compared to the games. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the game so. Oh, okay, well, uh, yeah, I died a lot. <laughs> this last part, I remember this last part taking okay, forever. Okay. <laughs> the how, first how, time I was playing it. How long's the episode? 45 minutes. Oh, okay, so they didn't extend it for the season finale. No. Um, okay. uh, I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but if you've played the games, it's not too different. Yeah, okay fairly bog standard uh, of what happened right so i mean don't get me wrong amazingly acted amazingly fucking done some cool shit there's a little bit of additional stuff yeah thrown in there some flashbacky type stuff um but yeah i mean overall it's like fucking you know has it got you pumped for season two yeah but season two is gonna be so different right well, who knows? I'm I'm super curious about what they're going to do for season two. Okay. I'm also just sad. <laughs> Why? Because now you have to wait for more? I have to wait for more and I know what happens in season two. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I need to play number two again. And I, I was like... When I finished that game, I couldn't stop talking about that game to anyone that would listen for about three months <laughs> Because I was trying to work out how I felt about it. Oh, I thought you were full, like, in love with it. That's where I ended up. Okay. But it was it was months of, like, ah, 
oh, but this, oh, why did they, oh, she, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I get ya. It's very, it's similar to the end of this one, but like stretched out over a whole game. <laughs> okay. Where you're just like, the decisions person is making are upsetting to me. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I'm um, yeah, I'm, I mean I'm going to finish it. I've I've got one episode left, so I'll be watching that after we record. So when you're listening to this, I would have already watched it. So I already watched it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um but yeah, definitely keen for season 2. Uh I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. I don't want to wait. Nice, nice. All right. My next pick, um I'm going to go to Netflix here. Um okay. me and the kids watched a movie called We Have a Ghost. Oh, I almost watched that. And I was like, was that a horror? No, I mean, no. It, it's, it's, and, a, then, it's a f- and then I think I started watching it. Like, oh, I think I saw it was like two hours. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this for two hours. I, yeah, I wouldn't. See, you're so mixed, though. I, I could see you somewhat enjoying it. But at the same time, I could see you going, nah, fuck it. Don't like it. Yeah, I mean, that is my voice. Yeah. So... You sound like Donald Trump. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, "Mm, do I have a Trump? I'm like, I think so. (laughs) Um, Look, this one stars David Harbour. And that kind of... That and the premise got me me into the movie. Like, got me interested. And I watched it with with the kids. And, dude, I had a lot of fun with this, man. I did for a one time. Like it's not a movie that I'll return to, but for a one-time watch, I was invested through the through the whole movie. I enjoyed it. It had some heart in it. it had some fucking heart in it, man. Um, okay. Nothing that brought me to tears, like another movie I'll talk about later. But okay. Um, yeah, I, I look. I gave it a seven out of ten. I enjoyed it, dude. Oh no, I gave it a seven point five out of ten. Nice. Um, yeah, for a one-time watch. I dug it. I can see a lot of people on there that that gave it like a one and a half stars. Uh, Rob Hungy, I'm talking to you. But I mean, he gives everything a one and a half stars, so you can't really trust him. <laughs> kind of hates movies. What do you do? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we have a ghost. I I think if you're if you've got a young child that wants to like get into horror or like watch something spooky, then give it a go. You know. It's not the worst thing they can watch. It's better than Happy Death Day. Yeah, I mean, you could have watched Ghost Dad for a similar kind of... What is what is Ghost Dad? Ghost Dad's a Bill Cosby movie. Oh, no, we don't speak about him here. Yeah, okay, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we have a ghost. It's streaming on Netflix now. Yeah, I, I had fun with it. So, that's my review. It's ghost Dad. All right, what else you got? What, are you done? Yeah, I told you. I got a couple of things. You had two and a half weeks... To watch shit, and you couldn't come up with one other thing. Nope. Okay. Um, all right. Well, the next one I got is actually a movie that I th- suggest you write down. Sure. Uh, that is M. Night Shyamalan. His new movie, Knock at the Cabin. Oh. We'll, we'll get to you in a second. Let me speak my thoughts first, motherfucker. Um... <laughs> All right, you can speak now. <laughs> I did see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where did you see that at? The movies. Oh, okay. All right, well, uh, 
I think, I, I think I just, most people. I've, I've, I think I literally watched it the next day, so I just fucking from. I thought I already did it on the show. Uh, I, I got gotcha. you. I, I have it. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um. Well, what did yeah. you, what did you think? What did I think? Um, oh, I really wanted to like it more than I did. <gasps> really? Okay. I was, I was like, I was pretty, I was pretty in. I was pretty in. And then he just like, he just did his thing. And it just, it dropped the score. Damn Knight did his fucking like wanky writer thing where he thinks he's so fucking smart and shit. And so deep. Well, um... I just, I, I, I can't like as spoiler free as possible. Yeah, that's that's what I'm struggling. <laughs> when he gets to sort of deliver his big message at the end, yeah, I just feel like it's filled with such wankery, <laughs> and sort of like just. It, it it happened at the end of um, uh, the Samuel L. Jackson Unbreakable Glass. What, Mr. Uh, yeah, it happened at the end of Glass too, where he's just like having this big fucking metaphorical wank about how fucking smart he is. <laughs> um, and I just fucking I don't know I don't know if it's just like if it's just me and I've got like some M Night bias, but I I do love when he just writes a good movie and doesn't have to like have some big fucking message after the twist. Does that make sense? I, I, I don't get what you're saying. I don't, I don't know. It dropped a few points for me after that, but uh, I did very, it's, it's on the good scale of M night movies for me. It's better than old. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not, it's not going in either of my lists. Put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's very much a six and a half kind of deal for me. Okay. Well, I get which again is on the on the on the plus side of good. So it, it's just that that third act kind of the uh, overwrittenness for me let me down a bit. So here's the thing about this movie is it was an adaptation from a book, and I, like obviously I haven't read the book or anything like that, but. I don't know if the ending of this movie is the same as the ending of the book or or anything like that. So I can't really fault M. Night Shyamalan with the writing so much. I mean, he is credited as a writer, so maybe I can. For me, I, I, I enjoyed it. I did. But I kind of wanted more. I kind of wanted more explanation for things that were happening. Uh, I, I, I will, I will praise the movie for its acting. Uh, I thought that everyone actually did a really good job. Um, you've got the, the, the two, to, to, the two leads, the two married men. Uh, even yeah. the child did great, but Batista here. Um, oh, Batista pulled it out. Batista! He just, um, yeah, he fucking, I loved him. I loved him. In this movie, I thought his character was really interesting. Um, yeah, like I, I won't say any any bad word about the acting. Um, I uh, the, the directing is personally sort of middling as always. Um, mm. 
but yeah, it's just it's just how the story sort of wrapped for me. Yeah, I I, I get where you're coming from. Look, I'm and, still and the, the dialogue, but uh, it was it was it was tense. It was twisty. All that good M Night, M. Night sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, just something about the dialogue sometimes for me just fucking ruins it. Uh, look, me and my wife watched this together and like I asked her what she felt afterwards and she asked me and I basically like the first thing that came to my mind, like came out of my mouth was I feel like I never have to watch that movie again. Like mm-hmm. now it's all said and done. Like, like even the sixth sense, like when the sixth sense came out, like once you know the twists, like I never have to watch that again, but you want to because it's such a good movie. This yeah. movie here, knock at the cabin. I, I feel like I got everything. And I don't really need... The only reason I'd ever rewatch it is to watch Batista's performance. Batista! Um, Batista! Sorry, I love doing that. <laughs> Fucking That's JR. Right. Um, but yeah, like the whole story is very one note. Yeah. And I kind of walked away, enjoyed... With, with a smile on my face, but at the same time, I wanted more. I wanted more explanation yeah. for things that were happening. Um, and... Oh, yeah. It's hard to talk about without spoilers. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, yeah, I can't say anything. You gave, but, it, a, you gave it a six and a half. I gave it a yeah. seven. So... I mean, we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Alright, next movie I'm going to talk about is actually a movie that um, the... the Fine people at the Friday Nightmares podcast recommended to me and my wife, that nice. is Scott and um, that bitch ever, <laughs> um, they recommended for us to watch a movie called Baby Ruby. Baby Ruby. Okay. And um, basically the story is after welcoming her baby Ruby home, the tightly scripted world of lifestyle influencer Joe starts to unravel. Ugh. As increasingly sinister happenings mount, Joe is plunged into a waking fever dream where everything, sorry, everyone is a threat and nothing is what it seems. I I get why they recommended it to me, mainly because we have children and we've done the whole newborn baby and, and birthing scenario, everything like that. Uh, we've it's done that. Snore. Yeah, this is basically a story about, um, there's a word for it, and it's not coming to my mind right now, so I apologize, Post, but, but- Postpartum? That's, that's the word, there you go, you got it. Uh, yeah, it's basically about that. So, I walked into this movie thinking it's about a baby who's evil. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, aren't they all technically evil? Well, yeah, after what my daughter did today, yeah. Um, <laughs> story. She she found a permanent marker and yeah. black nail polish, and decided to graffiti our walls and counter. <laughs> She's well. At shit. least it's not a rental. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Um. Yeah. So, look, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be completely frank right now. Um, I didn't like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, ne- and neither did neither did Jill. Uh, we. Both just thought... Uh, look, okay. My wife's had three children. She knows what it's like to care for a newborn baby. We both do. We know how hard it is. 
um, to do all that stuff. So everything that was happening in this movie, some of the things that we we kind of giggled to ourselves. That I, I laughed more <laughs> in this there. movie. Yeah, exactly. I laughed more in this movie than than anything. I, I found it more of a comedy, to be honest, because they were doing some things that we've been through that um, we found funny. And I don't <laughs> He's think like, that man. Was- I wish I could have done that. No, yeah, well, no. It was like things that happen that like okay. that parents would understand, but um, they they I I feel like they did this in the movie and they it wasn't meant to come off as funny, but I took it as funny because I'm like, <laughs> see, famously, I always thought parents just don't understand because of Will Smith. <laughs> So you're saying other things. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't get into this. I found I found this this protagonist I can't, I can't, I can't really say spoilers. Um I found this 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 main character, this main actress, um, really excruciating. Uh, really hard to get behind, and I thought that okay. she was just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I, I, I if, for Fair someone who, for someone who's seen this movie, Baby Ruby, you'll understand me when I say I just wanted a certain person to slap the shit out of this woman and say, "Calm the fuck down." It's not all bad. I get yeah, it. Okay. I, I get it. People go through things differently, but I mean, you and me both have friends who have had children. I myself yeah. have had children, and I know no one that's gone completely. Nuts. So, yeah. That's all yeah. I'll say. I gave it a four out of ten. I wasn't into this movie. Ugh, I, th- I okay. didn't like it. So, yeah. And I don't think that you should watch it either. I don't think it's a movie that's directed at you. Yeah, I didn't. I was watching the trailer. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got three more. Uh, next movie I've okay. got is a movie that was also recommended to me by that bitch, Heather. Um,. It's a movie called Project Wolf Hunting. And this is a South Korean film. And the story, according to Letterboxd, is... While under heavily armed guard, the dangerous convicts aboard a cargo ship uh, unite in a coordinated escape attempt that soon escalates into a bloody all-out riot. But as the fugitives continue their brutal campaign of of terror, they soon discover... Yep, that not even the most vicious among them is safe from the horror they are knowingly unleashed from the darkness below deck. Werewolves? No, no. So, okay, South Korean movie. Uh, already a plus in my books. South Korea can honestly do no wrong for me. Um, this is... I, 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 heard, I heard a few people say that this... This goes up against the sadness for gore effects. And while I will say that this movie is fucking bloodthirsty, holy shit, this movie's got some gore behind it, uh, mm. it is no way, shape, or form even come close to the sadness. Um, I enjoyed this, but I found this movie to be a kind of a one-trick pony with the gore. Yeah, okay. Uh, where the sadness had different gore that you could be like, how are they going to top this? And then they do. In Project Wolf Hunting, 
it's kind of the same thing over and over and over again. And I, I, I kind of see why people got annoyed at Terrifier because it was just like, gore, gore, gore. Little story, gore, 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 gore. This was Project Wolf Hunting. Um, Angel sequence. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, I was really digging this for the first half and then the third act came in and I was like, all right, I'm kind of lost. What is fucking happening? Yeah, uh, okay. I will recommend it, but... It looked good. The trailer looked good. Yeah. I, I, I will say this. It took me three time, three times to watch this. Yeah, okay. and, and that's nothing against the movie. I, I was tw- I was tired for one of those times, and the other time I just lost steam. Uh, okay. I still gave it a seven out of ten. I did, but I don't know. I, I can't. I think I went into this movie expecting Train to Busan, fucking the sadness. One of those yeah, movies. Okay. So yep. yeah, do, look. If you're going to watch Project Wolf Hunting, don't go expecting the next Train to Busan or the next Sadness or the next best South Korean thing because I don't think it's that, but I do say that it's worth a watch. Sure. Okay. I mean, sounds good. I might check it out. Uh, okay. The last horror thing that I'll mention is, and, and horror lightly, um, okay. I watched Missing from 2023. Okay. I mean, like, you know, that's one of your dudes. What? Like, you love fucking that kind of movie. Yeah, okay. So, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, for the people that don't, Missing is a... I guess you could use the term spiritual sequel to the movie Searching, which came out in 2017, I believe. Uh, Searching was that one that was done all in that that laptop form and starred John Cho. And that was my number one film of the year. I uh, gave that a 10 out of 10. I fucking loved searching. So Good I was, question. Yeah. Would you recommend, like, it's out of the movies. Yes. Uh, would you recommend a laptop watch or a movie watch? Because I feel like a laptop watch would be better. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't watch the movie and go, oh, this is really good in laptop because it's from a laptop. But is it going to be weird seeing, like, it be all phone and, like, a fucking computer on not, a fucking big screen at the movies? Not for... Look, not for me. Okay. Not for me. Uh, I did watch it on a laptop. Um, but it wasn't like, oh, this is so good on a laptop because it makes it real. I wasn't like I felt I Because I felt like watching Searching on a computer... Yeah. ...made it more immersive for me. Okay, well, then do the same with Missing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, Searching was my number one movie of that year, so I was really excited to go and watch Missing. Missing's somewhat the same type of film, except its roles reverse. Instead of the child being missing, it's actually the parent that is missing. And um, I actually heard a few people, actually, one person, um, Geordie, one of our listeners got and contacted me and said he was really, really enjoying this movie, but it was the ending that let it down for him. Um, I can see where he's coming from, but for me personally, this movie hit. Nice. I fucking loved this movie. I, I like really like stuff. This movie just just does not stop. Much like searching, really? there's just there's just twist after twist after twist. I was mad. I was immersed in my screen the entire runtime. I was honestly waiting. Because I, have, like, have a copy. Um, yeah. So you watched it? Oh, okay. You wanted to hear my I, thoughts? 
Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I honestly don't care for it if it's like a meh movie. Like if you came back and you were like, "Yeah, it's no fucking searching." Yeah. Okay. I, I would have been like, "Eh." I will say because I I enjoyed searching, but I didn't love searching like you did. So if it's worse than searching. I wouldn't have bothered. Okay. Like significantly worse. I will say searching's better. Okay. And mainly the only reason searching's better is because searching it was a better kid. Yeah, I think it made it, look. It brought the tears to my eyes multiple times. Yeah. Searching this missing didn't, but I was still really invested in the story, and I didn't pick where this where this movie was going. And by the end, I was like, um, like jaw on the ground, like whoa, did not see that coming. I yeah, well, that's fun I dug itself. It. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, I, I wouldn't call this horror. Like, I wouldn't call this traditional horror. I will put it in my horror, like, list. Because yeah. for per- people involved in this scenario, it is definitely a horror story. Um, but yeah, if you're... If, for most people, they would say thriller. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I don't care anymore. I just class thriller and horror the same fucking thing. So whatever. Yeah. Fuck you. I do what I want. Yeah, exactly. But Missing is at the moment my number one film of the year. Nice. I gave it a nine out of 10. Cool. So uh, that is it for my horror list. But I've got one more movie that I want to talk about. And speaking of top 10, oh, sorry, top uh, number one of the year, I've got my now number one non-horror movie of the nice. year. And uh, before I... the same as mine. Probably, yeah. It's probably no shock what I'm going to say right now. Um, yeah. I, 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 Before I mention the name of this movie, I just want to congratulate Brendan Fraser on his Oscar win. Yeah, congrats, dude. Uh, yeah, Brendan Fraser and... Uh, if you're listening. Jake, sure, sure <laughs> he is. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Uh, Brendan Fraser and Jamie Lee Curtis um, for a movie that I didn't care about for. Uh, but whatever. I fucking loved everything. Everyone so fucking good. loved everything. Uh, the ones. I didn't care for it. Whatever. The Whale. I watched The Whale. Um, Brennan Fraser as a big obese gay man. Yeah. Going into The Whale, I, I watched the trailer. Uh, I spoke to you about it. Going mm-hmm. in after after doing all that, I went into this I tr- movie. I tried not to spoil. Yeah, no, you you basically just said, "Yeah, watch it, you'll cry." Yeah, and you were right. Yeah, I shed my t- my tears multiple times during this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, going into this movie, I knew nothing about the story. I had no idea what this movie was about. Even watching the trailer, I didn't understand what this movie was about. And coming out of it. Um, I understand, obviously, what the story is about, and I was two seconds away from basically telling you what it's about, but instead, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you what this story is about. I think that you should go into this movie how I went in, into this movie, and that's knowing fucking nothing. It's about a big, obese man, and that's all you should know. And I'm only telling you that because it's the fucking poster of the movie. Um, yep. This movie crushed me, man, multiple times. Heavy. <laughs> it, it <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Brendan Fraser, yeah, uh, well deserved of that so award. Good. Uh, multiple so awards good. he's won for this movie. Nice. 
Um, coming out of it, this is another movie I said to my wife, I don't think I never need to see that again. I also agree. But thinking about it, I would gladly put it on again now. Mm. I, I, I don't know why. Like, I know what's going for it. I know what is involved. I, I in know it. what I'd be looking for, but yeah. Well, now I'm curious as about what you'd be looking for. I would be trying. I would be trying to work out more about a younger character in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 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 I kind of. I kind of get you. We'll talk off it. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I really, really liked it. I'm not going to sit here and say it's fucking best of the year material, but for me, it's definitely deserving of an eight out of ten. I gave it that. Uh, I think what brings it down for me is its rewatchability. Yep. It's it's not a movie like, um, I don't know, uh, Psycho Gorman, where I could put it on at any point of the day and be like, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. But The Whale is phenomenal. Uh, believe the hype. It is a really, really well-made, emotionally heartfelt movie that uh, you should all go and check out. Yeah. If that's your thing, if you're strictly horror and only horror because blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm more of a lover of cinema, so that's why. Then I'm, I don't know. Watch Watch Hellraiser again. Yeah, exactly. Um, Go watch Sleepaway Camp Two. <laughs> I mean, there are some days where I'm like that. I'm like, I just want to watch a fucking dumb '80s horror movie, and that's probably me tomorrow. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, The Whale definitely a recommend from me. Cool. That does it, man. I'm sorry for taking up all your time, but uh, yeah, so many horrors, so many, so many. So with that being said. Let's get into the fucking meat and potato of this show and talk about bitches. <laughs> I just realized what the song of this fucking episode is going to be. Hello, Insane Clown Posse. All right. Oh, nice. It's time for a fight. This is where we fight. This Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you ready? Are you For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Round one, fight! Bitches! We are here to talk about bitches. So, I did a little bit of a... a little bit of research. work. A little bit of research. <laughs> yeah, I, I typed in biggest bitch in horror movies because I was going to make this a triple threat match, but I could not think of anyone close to the uh, two participants in this match, so we're keeping it single. That's fair. But I came across an article, I think it was on Bloody Disgusting or one of those sites, and it had the top 10 biggest bitches in horror films. Okay, what's that top 10? So I'm going to read them down. Um, some of these picks 
I don't really agree with. Uh, also, some of these picks I have either not seen the movie or I do not remember. So, the first one I'll mention is number ten, Heather Donahue from the Blair Witch Project. Um, okay. Yeah, was I mean, she? she yeah, she was a bitch to the to her two colleagues. I wouldn't put her in the category of biggest bitch, but yeah, she was. Uh, okay. Number nine, we have Elaine Parker from Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, and uh, I didn't know the name when it said that, but that's the uh, Kirsten, who's played okay. by Patricia Arquette. That's her mum. Oh yeah, in it. Um, she appeared. No. So the mum. Uh, Elaine Parker appeared in Nightmare on Street 3 and 4 and this is the little article they read was such an insufferable bitch rather than listening and being a supportive mother she quickly shoves her daughter into a mental institution rather than dealing with her problems because in her words she's just looking for attention and I'm not playing any of her little games (laughs) yeah yeah so Uh, number 8 with a movie that I have not seen uh, Dr. Joyce Redden from Rose Red. Okay, yeah, I've never I, heard of it. I've never seen it, so sorry. Uh, number seven, uh, Mara from Village of the Damned from 1995. A movie mm. I have seen, but it's been that long that I do not remember who Mara is. Cool, take their word for it. Yeah. Uh, number six, we've got Melissa from Friday the 13th, The New Blood. This was part seven. Yes, part seven. She was the blonde girl who was trying to get into the pants of the the dude that was hooking up with the main protagonist. She was a bitch. I will give her that. Vaguely. But I don't... I I don't think she has the memorability... uh, She's not as memorable as, like, Mrs. Carmody or Mrs. Deagle. So, I didn't put her in there. Uh, Number five... Uh, Chris Hargensen, Hargensen from Kerry, 1976. True. The mum, right? No. I didn't think of the mum, actually. No, she was the bully from the school. The mum was Margaret White, I think. So, yeah. Chris, yeah, she was a bitch, like pouring pig's blood on Kerry and all that stuff. Naughty, naughty. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't nice. No, it wasn't. You don't pour pig's blood on someone. Um, number four. This is one I don't really agree. I don't think she was a bitch, but more of a psychopath. Uh, Annie Wilkes from Misery. I mean, yeah, you can say she's a bitch, but I I, I think she was more psychotic. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's not there in the head. She. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, we have Nancy Downs from The Craft, played by Farol's book. For Rosa oh, Bolt. yeah. Fucking hell. It's a hard name. I'll give you that. She, uh, I don't know. I kind of put her in the same category as Annie Wilkes from Misery. She was not well. bitchy, but yeah, not well. No. So I think she's more psych- psychotic than bitchy. Yeah. And then number two and one are the two people that we're talking about on this episode. Oh, nice. So nice. Mrs- you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Mrs. Deagle versus Mrs. Carmody. So, Mrs. Deagle from Gremlins. We've spoken to death about Gremlins. Uh, we really have. <laughs> great, great movie. Really fun. We did, we, did we do a review of it recently? We did, didn't we? Uh, I think we mentioned it because I watched it around Christmas time. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to... And I I, th- I think we reviewed it 
for Christmas? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Because Scott was all angry that we didn't invite him on. But, yeah. I mean, he's cheating on me, so it doesn't count. Um, <gasps> so, we won't talk too much about the movie Gremlins. We'll talk about the characters later. But I'm really, really excited to hear your thoughts on The Mist from 2007. Because I I, I didn't watch the I didn't rewatch the movie. I, I tried to. I Rude. watched about probably an hour of it last night and I did not want to put it down but I had to go to bed Um, I fucking love this movie so much man it's honestly one of my favourite movies of all time Uh, really? I fucking I just love it dude I love it so much I'm curious to hear your thoughts on The Mist so let's get your thoughts on The Mist first sure um so i have not seen this i think it was spoiled for me at some point okay however luckily my brain doesn't work and i didn't remember so uh okay at the start of the movie i fucking hated it Uh, how far when do you mean start like really at the start there was like when they first get to the store Right. There's so many close-ups. I, I didn't know what was happening. Like, it was just a lot of stuff hap- Like, a lot of stuff going on. And just, like, weird shots and things like that. Like, it was just really, I don't know, confusing. Like, the, the whole thing with the neighbor and stuff. I just had no idea. Yep. Okay. I'm interested. Because I, I skipped the... I, I kind of went straight into the supermarket when I watched it last night. So, I skipped over the first half. So I don't really know. I don't really remember the shots. It just, it looked cheap. Okay. Um, it looked like a TV movie. And I was like, eh. I'm like, this is going to be fucking boring. <laughs> like, this is just going to be shit. Like, there's going to be nothing in the mist and they're all going to turn on each other and whatever. Who cares? Right. Yep. And then the fucking octopus happens. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers for the mist. Shit. But whatever. Oh, if you haven't seen the mist by now, Jesus. Yeah. Li- actually, let's let's not spoil the ending. Spoil everything sure. else, but not the ending. Sure. Um, well, yeah, the monsters happen and I'm just like, oh, okay. Is this just going to be a tentacle porn movie then? Like, is this just going to be tentacles coming out? It's like fucking like a... Like a HP Lovecraft kind of Leviathan mm-hmm. type deal. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Not that either. Um, and then it, and then we did get that fucking like everyone turns on each other thing with uh, the chick. Because I'm like listening out for the name. Because I'm like, oh, I got to pay attention when this bitch comes up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't really. Right. Know. And she doesn't really come up until like maybe like a good halfway through the movie. Yep. And I'm like, is it is it Andrea? Is it fucking you know that other chick from Walking Dead? Like, who is it? And then and then she pops up, and I'm like, oh, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can see. It. I'm like, it's a Jesusy bitch. I don't like Jesusy bitches at the best of times. So <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 all in on the not liking this lady thing. Um, and then yeah, I fucking it gets hectic. It gets really, really hectic. And I was playing, um, I mean, I was giving my full attention to the movie. 
And then maybe I was also just kind of off to the side playing Resident Evil 3. But um, I was up to the bit where you get the, the spiders and they fucking lay the, like, eggs in your fucking stomach and shit. And yep. she, like, coughs up spiders and they explode and crawl over, over her face and shit. And I was just like... Yeah, that part there is fucking great. I thought you were about to say you were playing Silent Hill. And I'm like, ah, it kind of works. The whole that misty- would also work. Yeah. No, I was like, like uh, in the remake one, there's a bit where like spiders like lay eggs in you and you fucking just throw up and die. And there's all these bugs everywhere. And I was like, and it was like that bit when they went to the pharmacy and I'm like, huh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much more hectic than I thought it was going to be. Um, and then, yeah, the ending, look, I'll be honest, man. I'm like, I was laughing. Yeah, because you're a sadistic I, fuck. I thought it, I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I was like, "This is the best ending." This is like if if I was in the writing room and I was like, "Wait, what if this happened?" <laughs> and they fucking wrote it down. Yeah, it's definitely you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're a heartless man. <laughs> I would spoil it, but like. Not only does it that, but (laughs) then the next thing happens, and I was like, tears. Oh, really? I was like, no, like, because I was laughing so much. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fucking uh, Carol comes out in the truck and shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? We should put we should put you on this uh, as long alongside Mrs. Carmody and Mrs. Deagle <laughs> as the biggest bitch. Oh bitch, I just I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> Alright. I'm stoked that you liked the movie. Um, yeah, really like it it was a journey because I was like I was not in and then I was in. You yeah. know? Yep. So But I of, think out of ten? Yeah. I'm I'm hovering around an eight. I could give this an eight. Honestly, if I if I skip the first fucking twenty minutes, it's an eight. I'm alright with an skip eight. Skip that mad. Hmm. I'm okay with an eight. Yeah, I'm 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 happy with an eight. I think an eight for sure. Nice. Good, a good strong eight. I was like seven and a half to an eight, so I'll, I'll round it up because it. If if I I'd remember I remembered I did know what happened as it was sort of happening. Yep. Which kind of ruined it, but if I had no idea, yeah, that would yeah, be great. Okay, okay, yeah. So for for me, like the mist is probably a nine point five out of ten. Yeah, I fucking dig this movie, man. Just everything. I mean, the creature design is fucking sick. It, I think that's the only thing that drops it for me is this, the the effects of the creatures. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's the only thing, but I, I mean, that's that's just like a budget. Um, I just. And it's not really like the creatures are secondary for me. It's it's the characters and everything about them. Like there's so many mm. memorable characters in this movie. The story is so engaging, and just the whole twist at the end. She is Ooh. such a bitch. Yeah, yeah, she is. Which is going to make this episode a lot more fun. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, how do you beat the how do you beat the gremlins chick? She's a fucking bitch. She's trying to get that dog killed. Yeah. You know, but, you know, this, I mean, that, that she's, you know, this chick too. 
So mm-hmm. we'll see how the questions go. I'm yeah. fucking super keen. Well, let's get into it, man. We've got a fight to talk about. Mrs. Carmody versus Mrs. Deagle. So I've got a little bit of a backstory to talk about first with each character. So we'll start with Mrs. Deagle. Uh, Mrs. Deagle from the Gremlins, 1984, I believe. Sure is. Scott's going to crucify me on that. Uh, Her real name is Ruby Deagle. Who cares? No one actually likes Gremlins. Oh. Oh. All right, so Ruby Deagle is a secondary antagonist in Gremlins. She is a Kingston Falls resident who is rather cold-hearted. She controlled the bank of Kingston Falls and was really the only wealthy person in Kingston Falls. She is survived by her husband, Donald Deagle, who died from an unknown cause, but left her with a large amount of wealth. I know who fucking did it. <laughs> According, yeah, well, maybe you're right. According to the novelization, which I didn't know existed, there we go, uh, Mrs. Deagle also had a nephew named Douglas. Douglas uh, Deagle. Yeah. It was a Marvel character. I thought I had a lot more. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That? Oh, okay. No, no, never mind. I got it later. All right. So that's it with Mrs. Deagle. Uh, on to Mrs. Carmody. Um, we, nev- we never give a first name for Mrs. Carmody, but she also goes by the name Mother Carmody. Uh, she is the supporting okay. antagonist of the Stephen King multiverse, which is apparently a so. thing. Uh, Servant is the main antagonist in the novella, The Mist. It's two thousand one, uh, 2007 film ad- adaptation. And the TV mm-hmm. series of the same name, which I completely forgot existed. Um, yeah, I think that was the one I was confused by. <laughs> Where, because I couldn't find that streaming anywhere. It was just when I was looking up Just Watch. Oh, okay, okay. And they both came up sort of thing. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I never I never watched it, but by all accounts, it wasn't very good, and it got cancelled okay. after the first season, so. Uh, so Mrs. Carmody is a deeply religious woman living in Bridgerton, Maine. She owned an antiques shop, which sold mounted animals huh. and glass objects. Um... After the strange mist surrounds the small town of Bridget Maine, a group of uh, people that were shopping at the food house supermarket remain trapped inside due to strange and dangerous creatures roaming the streets while yeah. residing within the mist. Mrs. Carmody is one of those trapped people. She is a middle-aged townswoman known for being very eccentric and religious. She soon brainwashes many of the scared people inside the supermarket to the point that many start worshipping her as a prophet of God who had divine protection. That's um, basically it. it from the movie, but in the novella, she is believed to have a borderline reputation as a witch while maintaining an extreme belief in a bloodthirsty god. She actively thrives in the situation, uh, uh, starting the story as a near pariah and eventually convincing a large fraction of the survivors that a human sacrifice must be must be made to clear away the mist. She's well, she has, she's killed by Ollie, as you know, in the movie. In the novella, sure she's, only, she's only shot through the abdomen, not in the head. So. Oh, yeah, she's shot in the fucking face. Yeah, which I think was much better. All right. So with that being said, let's get into the fight with our first round. Sure. So, who looks like the biggest bitch? 
It's tough, man, because they both um, they both do. They both do. Um, like it, but in different ways. I know, I know. And this is only looks, only looks, right? We're being super shallow here. If you walked past either of them, who would be the biggest bitch to you? For mm. me, I, I've got my answer. I've got my answer. Do you want me to go for it? Yeah. I'm going to go Mrs. Deagle from Gremlins. I feel like Mrs. Carmody, I could just see her in the street. And this is no talking, just looks alone. I could see her in the street and she'd be another normal woman to me. Mrs. Deagle walks around with all his wealth and it's the way she walks and mm. presents herself. Um, she She's the type of woman that you could see wearing a fucking dead fox around her neck. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's literally, yeah. Does she? Does she do that in the movie? I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's like there's there's a like there's a dead fox around her neck. There's some sort of dead animal. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's the way she her face is. She's got that really bitch face where it's like nose up about every yeah, other person. It's, it's like fuck you. I'm better than you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I know it. Exactly. Um, exactly. Whereas, yeah, I, I, you know what? I I totally agree. You are also totally going- agree. You're going yep. Mrs. Deagle on that? Yep. Because comedy gets more disheveled as it goes on. But, like, initially she's, like, just, you know, regular-ass looking lady. Yeah, she looks normal. And she start, when she starts getting all fucking uh, profity- she like lets her hair down and starts like you know looking more and more crazy. Yep. So I'd say yeah, D- Deagle's got that fuck you face. Like don't fucking look at me. Yeah, yeah. So all right, that's one each for um, Mrs. Deagle. Deagle. Yes, Ruby Deagle, what they call her. All right, next round out of four, we have who acts bitchier. Who acts bitchier? Hmm. So, this is also hard. This is also hard. But I think I have the answer here. My answer is... I feel that Mrs. Deagle acts bitchier. And the reason being is because Mrs. Carmody kind of only acts... In the in the time of of like um, crisis, you know, we never really see her outside of the crisis. We see, well, I mean, we do when she's starting, like when it's all starting, and she's like kind of shocked, and and then she kind of turns after she realizes a few things and becomes like the ultimate bitch. But during the first scenes of the movie, she's never really bitchy. Where Mrs. Deagle. Walks around with her nose up over everyone. She's in the bank causing a ruckus, telling people that they should kill their dogs and stuff like that. So I think overall, for me, Mrs. Deagle acts bitchier. I feel ya. I feel ya. But I'm actually going to go and chuck a vote at Mrs. Carmody for this one. Ooh, okay. Reasons? Yes, Mrs. Deagle's a bitch. A huge bitch. 
Um, yes, she does want to get the the dog killed. Yeah, she's got that rich fucking fuck you attitude. But uh, this comedy fucking is like demanding human sacrifices and shit. True. And literally kills someone. <laughs> yeah. And is kind of ready to kill a person a day. But at the same time, that's in the in a crisis. In a crisis, still. How would, but how would she be still normal, bitchier? How how would she be in normal times? Normal, she's probably just a bit of a Karen. Yeah, which I mean is no one likes a Karen. But as far as HP. like how extreme does she take her bitchiness? Like yeah. overall, for mm. me, yeah, like murdering someone is probably like, you know, organizing a murder cult is pretty bitchy. I get you. I get you. Well, okay, well, what you said kind of coincides with the fir- the third round. Sure. And the third round question... So, so sorry, so far the scores are uh, three for Mrs. Deagle and one for uh, Mrs. Carmody. Nice, nice. Okay. So, third round is who has the most sins? So, I've got a list here, actually. Uh, we'll okay. start with Mrs. Deagle, just to make it easier for you. So... Mrs. Deagle, she was first shown holding a broken plastic snowman's head. She was in her usual grumpy mood. A local mother named Mrs. Harris, who had two starving children, owed Mrs. Deagle an unspecific amount of money, presumably a mortgage or a car loan, and the loan had come due. Mrs. Harris said that she had earned money doing sewing work, and Mrs. Mr. Harris had taken a day worker job away from Kingston Fall, but Mrs. Harris had no credibility to these sources of income claiming the Harris's deadbeats. She asked the mercy, she asked for mercy saying, but Mrs. Deagle, it's Christmas. And Mrs. Deagle responded, well, you know what to ask Santa for now, don't you? She <laughs> then approached Billy Peltzer, an employer of her bank, her bank. Uh, mm-hmm. Upon entering the bank, she asked Billy Peltzer for his dog, Barney, because she believed that Barney broke her imported Bavarian snowman. When she began to threaten him for the dog, Barney jumped out from underneath Billy's cubicle and attacked her, quote-unquote. She quickly got nasty and threatened both Billy and Barney by growling, I'll get you when you're least expected. Oh, my heart, my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the deleted scenes, and I'm counting this, in the deleted scene, Uh it is revealed that a lot of the residents of Kingston Fall lost their jobs due to the fact that Mrs. Deagle closed down the city's factory and that the people who lost their jobs couldn't afford to pay their house payments. So Deagle took advantage of that by making the bank foreclose on their mortgages. And in another deleted scene, it is revealed that she closed down the noodle factory that Murray Futterman worked at. She also plans How to- rude. I know, right? She also plans to foreclose every home and buy them out for Hitox Chemical Company construction. So that's for Mrs. Uh, Deagle. Mrs. Carmody. I haven't got a list for her, but let's Trying talk to about it. create her own bloody housing crisis. <laughs> right? Right? Mrs. Carmody. She... Well, let's, let's talk about what she does. She acts sure. as a so-called prophet of God, claiming that she is... The uh, right-hand man of God, or woman yep. in this case. Who is um, Yeah. She she convinces a group of people to murder someone. Straight up. Which Did is she stab him? No, he stabs. Sh- the other dude stabs him. Yeah, the butcher guy. Yeah. Yeah. So she never... She's kind of like the Charles Manson 
of of this story. Well, yeah, she never does the killing, but she makes it happen. Yeah, if it wasn't for her, no one would be dead. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, no, that one person wouldn't be dead. Other people would die for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um, what what else does she do? I feel like she does so much more. Well, she kind of just like rallies everyone and and like is kind of just a bitch to everybody, and just turns everyone against him and just like. Um, like, she won't let them leave, and she's being really controlling, and she's just, like, being a bitch about the whole situation. Saying they're stealing food, she doesn't want them to go to the pharmacy, she doesn't want them to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, she exactly. Just, her, her plan is, because she's figured it all out, is to just, everyone stays in the saw, and then every day they'll feed them someone. And then God true. will be happy with that because this is all God's fault. That's true. That's true. So she's like, oh, well, uh, the sinners are doing sins. Everyone has to be righteous. And then uh, otherwise I'll feed you to the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so in saying that, who has the most, most sins? I'm gonna it's go. Hard. I'm gonna go, Mrs. Carmody, on this. I mean, what's more sinful than murder? And I know that she didn't do the murder, but she made it happen. She was the reason that that guy got killed. She convinced everyone else to do the murder for her. So I think, to me, murder is probably the worst sin you can commit. Uh, actually, not the worst, but uh, we won't talk about that. The second worst sin you can commit. Um, Maybe, like, I I also agree doing murders is pretty bad. But maybe I'm just a little bit touchy on uh, fucking up people's houses. <laughs> and making, <laughs> making people lose their jobs. And fucking with the economy to the point where you, you're just, you're the sole person who's in control. Uh, yeah, but I mean, of- like, are still they're still living. For now, but I don't know that one. That once you said that, like she was like foreclosing on people's mortgages so she can repurchase them at a at a fucking lower price so she could sell it off to a big yeah. company. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that sounds awful familiar. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll still go Mrs. Comedy, but whoa, that was a fucking close one. <laughs> It is, it is. I think... Uh, it hits close to home, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely Mrs. Carmody. She had the worst sins. Yeah, she did do murders, I guess. Compared. All right, so as of right now, we have a tie. Three <laughs> each. Um, I have two questions here that just came to mind. I don't really know how they're going to really go with this fight. Um, so I'll just ask... Um, all right. The next round is who was right? Who had the better reasoning for being a bitch? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But like, neither really. I I mean, was Mrs. Carmody right all along? Was she? 
No, because it wasn't God. It was the fucking scientists who opened up the fucking portal to another it, dimension. It, it, it had nothing it was, to do with God. It was, but at the same time, everything that she, like, pronounced did happen. And I, I'm assuming that everyone in the store that stayed survived. So, obviously she didn't, but um, in saying that, was she right? And I mean, Conveni- kind of- conveniently, she was right, and she was more right than Deagle. Yeah, okay, she was. I don't know. I don't know how that goes in with this fight, though. Does that really? That doesn't really make you a bitch for being right. No, it doesn't make you less of a bitch for being right. Just makes you slightly vindicated. Yeah, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tally that into the votes here. Okay, I mean, technically, comedy. Technically, comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last question I've got, which I don't think will either tie into the votes as either. Okay. But who had the better demise? They both died. Spoilers. Uh, but who had the better demise? The better... The better... Um, what's the word I'm looking for where you're like, yes, take that, you motherfucking cunt asshole bitch. The more vindicating death? Yeah, I guess you can call it that. Just throwing that word around a lot. <laughs> for for me, for me, I, I think the better see you later cunt goes to Mrs. Carmody. Because yeah. I feel that the people she was bitchier, were, were, the people that she was a bitch to got their comeuppance, where Mrs. Deagle, the people that she was rude to never did. It was actually someone com- something completely different. It was the Gremlins. And while it was satisfying to see her go, the residents didn't actually get to say, ha ha, na 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 na, na 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 na, hey hey hey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was the gremlins. <laughs> I'm actually going to go Mrs. Deagle. I know it wasn't as vindicating, but... I enjoyed Mrs. Deagle's death more because it's that fucking staircase one where she goes at the fucking window. Yeah, but I mean, like... That's so much more fun to me than someone just getting shot in the face. It's funnier to watch, but at the same time, like, they they, they do say that she died. So she did. But Hmm. what's a worse way to die? Being flown out a window or being shot in the abdomen and the head? I mean, she died pretty quick. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we don't know how bad Mrs. Deagle suffered. She would, Well, she was terrified when she died. Whereas, like, uh, comedy just fucking <laughs> dead. Yeah. Yeah, but so at least I, she, got I, that, she got that shot in the stomach where she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm done for. I, I'm, I'm, good. I'm still going to say Deagle for me. Okay. All right. I'm going to go Mrs. Comedy on that one. Okay. I'm not classing those two uh, rounds into this, which means that as of right now, this fight is at a tie, three apiece. We still don't know who the biggest bitch is. So, in order to work that out, I'm leaving it to you, the listeners, for this. Oh, nice. I'm going to post a poll on the Facebook group page. 
uh, Dummies of Horror Super Friends. Yep. And you guys let us know who you think the biggest bitch is, Mrs. Carmody or Mrs. Deagle. Um, and we will discuss this on the next episode of the Dummies of Horror podcast. In a couple weeks. Yeah. I'm keen to see where it's going to go because, I mean, there's no really wrong answer. They're both absolute assholes. Yeah. Like, it's a tie for a reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, That's we're going to- we need your help. Help us. Help us decide who the biggest bitch is. Maybe I'll even chuck Heather into the Obi-Wan pool. Kenobi. <laughs> How funny would that be, chucking Heather and Heather's name to the pole? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Heather. You know I do. Um, well, that being said, that is an episode. Nice. That is a fucking episode. So I- I'm sorry to anyone out there that didn't get an answer. Okay, if if let's let's give the an- the people a definitive answer, just for us personally. Mm. Who do you think is the biggest bitch? The housing thing fucked me up. So you think that's some, e- that's, that's some like, I'm going to fuck everybody evil shit. Yeah. Whereas like, do I hate a religious bitch more than a rich bitch? That's my thing. Yeah. And I think I hate a rich bitch more. So I'm going to go Deagle. I um, I'm I, I'm also going to take Deagle, and the reason being is because I think that she's a bitch twenty four seven, where Mrs. Carmody was only a bitch in the uh, time of a crisis. Also, she wanted to kill someone's dog. That's how you get John Wicked. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Imagine John Wick versus Mrs. Deagle. Oh, that'd be the best. That'd be like a five minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's that's who we're going to vote for. Yeah. But we want you guys. To come up with a definitive answer on who is the biggest bitch. Mm-hmm. So next week we will discuss the results, but uh, get us your get us your votes in on the Dummies of Horror Super Friends Facebook group page, and we'll discuss it next week. That is it for an episode, ladies and gentlemen. That is it. So thank you guys for listening this week. We uh, we would like to thank the Padded Room Podcast Network. For uh, always being super, super cool and letting us be part of their awesome bloody Thanks, network. Dudes. And go check go check out the Padded Room podcast. They're a great fucking show and we love Do them. it. So good. Especially Jason. Mm. Mm. Um, if you want more of us, you can find us on Patreon. We are at Patreon. Uh, no, sorry. Dummies of Horror at Patreon. I can't remember what it's fucking called. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash, slash Dummies of Dummies Horror. Dummies of Horror. That's the one, yeah. Go over there and check out all the bonus shows we've got on there. We've got brackets. We've got top 10 episodes. We've got Arnold Schwarzenegger episodes. We've got... Eventually. Fucking heaps of shit. Yeah, heaps of shit. We are... Yeah, people listening on Patreon right now, I apologize. We will be having a Schwarzenegger episode out hopefully soon. Um, mm-hmm. But yes. But yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash dummies of horror to join up. It's only a small fee and uh, you get so much gold content on there so much so much so much uh next week um i fucking forgot to think what we're going to be doing next week or next time uh so i'm I'm gonna leave it a mystery Ooh, mystery episode next week or next time so join us in two weeks for a mystery episode because i'm too lazy to think of something (laughs) 
All right. Well, that is me. I'm signing out. I will catch you on the next episode. The Mushroom is also going to say goodbye. When Bye. He there he goes. There he goes. And that is us out. Dip. Bitches.